Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at managing editor, fightfulwrestling.com. March 26, 2019. This is our post-Smackdown show. We have one more week of shows until WrestleMania. We've got so much stuff, so much coverage. WrestleMania weekend from NXT to Ring of Honor to New Japan to WWE to a show called Penis Party to Spring Break to Bloodsport, everything. We are going to have more coverage than anybody else online. Uh, myself, Joe Hulbert, David Tease, Andrew Thompson, Jeremy Lambert, Carlos Toro. We've got so much stuff coming to you guys. Uh, we're going to have podcasts almost every day. Check it out. If you guys want to support Fightful directly, subscribe to Fightful Select. A few hours before tonight's show, I dropped the news that there was a major change to SmackDown coming tonight, that the fatal four-way match that was advertised would not be happening, and that instead Asuka would be in a title match. So if you subscribe to Fightful Select, you got that a little bit earlier than everybody else. We've got podcasts over there. It is the most direct way to support us, help us pay our writers, our podcasters, all that good stuff. A reminder, if you're watching live on YouTube, donate a Super Chat. We will answer your questions. If we missed any of your questions that you did on Monday, we will answer them tonight. But lots of stuff going on. My God. Uh, We will talk about each situation in totality. But Alex, this was a newsworthy edition of SmackDown Live. Alex Palowski, who is also on the show tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Uh, yeah, it started out um, inexplicable and and wound up being a wonderful, uh, heartwarming ending. So much so that I I don't I don't know how. I mean, it's a weird thing. Like when if we look back at this episode, what will we remember for the one? It, we will be going, oh, that was the night that that you know. New Day won the gauntlet match to put Kofi in the title match at Mania. And then wasn't there also this one thing that happened with the thing? Because I feel like as as worked up as I'm about to get over it, it it'll be the to... it'll be the night that Lars Sullivan was repackaged as Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> it's it's the night that Nurkic yeah. faked an injury so he yeah. could go on a WWE run as Rey Mysterio's son, Alex. I'm gonna say on that one. 
too soon. Come that, on. That injury was gruesome. I'm glad I didn't see it. Uh, best of luck to him. But let's go ahead and talk about SmackDown Live because uh, there's plenty to talk about. New Day come out. They seem very happy. They thank the fans for the journey they've been on. Uh, Biggie says that after what's happened to Kofi Kingston in recent weeks, they've discussed walking away. They call out Vince McMahon to give them answers, and he joins them. Now, <laughs> Vince <laughs> gets interrupted by Daniel Bryan, who says that New Day is a novelty act that could be replaced by three NXT names that throw out waffles and are called Fresh Afternoon. Mm-hmm. Now, if there is not a six-man job team that loses the Undisputed Era named Fresh Afternoon, I don't even know what we're doing here, Alex. I don't know either, man. There's, There's got to be a, a, a few, like three, three dudes... On the Largo loop, yes. I've got to be playing, like getting all together on a, on a conference call tonight and saying, okay, we're going in tomorrow and we're going to call ourselves the fresh afternoon. We're going to bring waffles. You know, Matt Bloom's going to have to say yes. At least if, you do the house show circuit. If Chikara doesn't have a team on King of Trios named Fresh Afternoon, they're messing up. They're <laughs> messing up. How about the finest exclusive of my life this morning, by the way? Speaking of independent wrestling tournaments, I revealed that in AIW's June tournament on Fightful Select, that Savio Vega wow. is entering. Breaking news, FightfulSelect.com. We got indie stuff up there, too. But Xavier and Brian are kind of arguing back and forth till Vince McMahon shuts them up. <laughs> I loved his response. Oh, what? You're going to quit? You're going to quit? You're not going to quit? Goddamn, pal. You're going to quit? <laughs> like, it, the impersonation of Vince McMahon... It has to be more, way more raspy these days because yeah, of that. That's true, but I, I also love that he was absolutely doing his jive walk around the ring to to taunt New Day with it. It was just so so Vince. DJ Cass sent a super chat. Thank you very much for that. And says, "Have we heard a legit reason why Vince hates Kofi?" That's my one issue with the storyline. Yep, well, exactly. It's because he's a B plus player, and if we know anything. It's that Vince does not want B-plus players in WrestleMania. And that is kind of consistent with what we will see later on in the show based on on the feelings that a lot of people have towards Asuka and her perhaps being screwed and why Charlotte Flair would get this opportunity. I think that segment one and segment two flowed together there quite well. Uh, One thing I really loved was Daniel Bryan cheerleading everything that Vince McMahon said. Yeah, yeah, that was, he is, I mean, listen, there's there's nothing that people hate more, I think, than a hypocrite, than somebody who, like, you know, like, we absolutely know that that this is, this isn't you, Daniel. This isn't the guy that five years ago, you know, we cheered for forever until he got his opportunity and and being held down by by the authority to, to have him come out you know, five years later and be their cheerleader, it just feels icky. And like, it's, it's that there's something that, that really, that, that really gives a, a visceral emotion to that. And it, it works. It works really well. Also because he's doing it so well. He, he knows how to plug those holes. That's one of the compliments we had when talking smack was around and he was the GM is if something didn't make sense, Daniel Bryan would go out of his way to make it make sense. And I think that carries over to him now. I think he saw how important that was, especially 
during his GM run, during this, the talking smack run too. So for him to make sense of a lot of these things where people would say that doesn't make sense. Well, it, he, he finds a good way to do it. Vince says Kofi's fate is in new day's hands and perform or uh, books them in a uh, gauntlet match later tonight. Vince, outside of small moments, he is not a strong performer on the mic anymore, Alex. No, he really isn't. Um, it, 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 he, you know, there, there's small moments, and it's it's always, you know, uh, especially for the live crowd, it's a thrill to see Vince, but now he's on more often. That that kind of like, hey, we never get to see Vince anymore thing kind of uh, has gone away. So it's now it's just like this this old man who, you know, seems to be kind of muddying his way through stuff it doesn't feel as uh novel segment two becky lynch backstage kind of jovial when being introduced but she's interrupted by charlotte flair's music but charlotte flair is on the ramp charlotte says she's going to prove that she belongs and and shut up all the doubters there's a commercial right here now i can tell you guys that as far as i know as of two weeks ago Nobody knew if there was going to be a SmackDown women's title match on WrestleMania. There were no plans issued, nothing like that. As far as I was told a couple weeks ago, at like 5, 5.30 today, I get a message that says, Fatal 4-Way match isn't happening. If you're wondering, what the hell is that Fatal 4-Way match? Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, Naomi, Carmella for the top contender spot at WrestleMania. Instead, I was told Asuka's going to be in a title match tonight. And I said, Oh, and WWE started to scrub their social media because they, instead of actually explaining something, like, oh, let's just forget it happens because everything changes. Everything changes. Like, I know a lot of people will poke fun at the likes of a Dave Meltzer who will say, plans change when something that he was told doesn't happen. The man ain't lying. Plans change, and they change very often. Because earlier this afternoon, there were a lot of people who thought that this fatal four-way match was still going to go on. <clears throat> but uh, when it comes back from commercial, Asuka is in the ring. And I thought the announcers did such an amazing job of selling the surprise of this. When Greg Hamilton is in there and he says, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Boy, did that announce team sell that, Alex. Yeah, they did. Um, uh, how, how did how did Charlotte score this? Where did this come from? The problem is, I like all those questions. I need the answer before the end of the night. Like, I mean, we can assume it's because she's Vince's favorite, but I would like to have that, like, do your reporting. You got somebody backstage whose job it is to ask questions of people. You would think that that person would be, would be you know, getting something – you know, Todd Phillips, like, maybe somebody backstage can find an answer for us. How Charlotte got this title match out of nowhere. If it was, Charlotte said, I'm, I'm tired of Becky saying I don't deserve it. So I went to Vince McMahon and I asked him for a title shot. And guess what? He gave it to me because he knows I do deserve it. That's it. That's all we need. Easy. 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 Again, these are things that are easy and they don't do them. And those are the things that I'm like, come on. I mean, well, the- I- at the end of the night, you could have fed two birds with one scone, as they say. Yep. And had Vince say, because I wanted her to. And that's it. Right. Just because Vince is a fickle old man. Right. I mean, that that has been the story throughout this show in particular, SmackDown, uh, for a month and a half, is that Vince is a demented old bastard who <laughs> does things because he wants to. <laughs> yes. Yes, the theme true. of this show 
for six weeks has been plans change. Well, I thought you were going to say uh, the theme of the show for six weeks has, has been that Vince is a demented old bastard. But I was going to say the theme of WWE for the past 25 <laughs> years at least has been Vince is Fair. a demented bastard. Um, yeah, this this is uh, – I mean, uh, first of all, um, I mean, for the people, for the women who thought they were wrestling tonight for a shot at the SmackDown title at Mania, that's got to suck. I'm sure. But, you know, like that's a weird thing. We'll we'll talk about uh, this match and then all the implications that the finish of this match has. But certainly one of them is, oh, I guess I'm uh, that thing that because also you would think that by today, the winner of that match knew who she was going to be, and that person's a little more pissed than the other three. So this match ruled. Yeah, it did. This was a fantastic match. A lot of counters to start this match out. Oscar. Uh, uh, locks on an octopus. It's a German suplex. A, a bunch of great kicks. Her strikes were on point in this match. Yes. Uh, she missed her flying ass smash and got booted. Charlotte missed a moonsault and gets put in an Asuka lock, tries to roll through the pin. Uh, the only qualm with the work in this match, when Asuka is supposed to shove Charlotte into the turnbuckle with her foot, she kicks her, and it doesn't work visually like no. that. Yeah, But I'll tell you what works visually. That Spanish fly that Charlotte did to Asuka... Boy, they they are what I would call on the same page. Yeah, yeah. The, the, when I when I saw that she was setting up for the Spanish fly, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, so Mustafa Ali's been running stuff with people in the back since he's been on SmackDown." I mean, that's just the idea that that it used to be a thing. That like, oh, a Spanish fly from the top rope was this thing that made Mustafa Ali special. Uh, and no, now now we've got a sh- uh, Charlotte, who's legitimately one of the larger women in the entire division, just doing Spanish flies off the top rope. And now it's like, well, uh, because I guess the idea is it's basically just a moonsault. If you can do a moonsault and help, have somebody help you out, uh, you can do that move too. It certainly uh, did not make it any less impressive when I saw it happen. It was incredible. Uh, also, the series of reversals that led to a figure eight. And Charlotte Flair subsequently winning the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, both of these women brought it. This was a great match. Uh, I mean, no no dispute that the match was great, but the decision is very polarizing, Alex. I want to know yeah. your, your, your initial thoughts. Keep in mind, we don't know what this is leading to. We don't mm-hmm. know. A lot of people saying a lot of different things. Uh, a lot of people saying, oh, well, it's going to lead to a merge of the titles. The brand split is ending. Uh, it's going to be winner take all. We don't know no any of that right, right now. Right, right, right. Uh, what that what they what they are saying currently is that um, currently, and that's just for tonight. It may change before the night is out. Um, that uh, that SmackDown the SmackDown title will be brought into the Raw Women's Title match by Charlotte, but it's not on the line. They, did they say that? They say they say that during during the broadcast tonight. They say like, oh, Rob, they, they say that the Raw Women's Championship is up for grabs, and now Charlotte is the SmackDown Women's. Star. This raises the stakes, and it, it, and what they say they're very key to say. It's it, they're very key when they're saying that it's not on the line, but it raises the stakes, which is it doesn't make any sense. Just because a woman is like, you could put the the IC champion in a in a triple threat 
for the WWE champion, if the IC title's on the line, it doesn't raise the stakes. Oh, it, well, may, it may raise the profile of the match, but it doesn't raise the stakes. Now, I mean, that, that could all change next week, but did right. you know that according to Vince McMahon, WrestleMania six, Warrior versus Hogan, that was not for the Intercontinental title. <laughs> per Vince McMahon. Yeah. Bruce Pritchard has brought this up on his podcast several times. It was only for the WWF championship, according to Vince. Even right. though, to me and literally everybody that watched it, it was for both. Otherwise, why the hell is Warrior carrying it in? Thank you. Um, and there, this, this, this is where I'm at with this. Um, why are you putting the title on Charlotte to have her bring it into a match in which the title is not on the line? And a lot of people are saying, oh, this is so at the end of the night, they can have Sasha and Bailey with women's tag titles and Becky will win the triple threat. So she'll have the raw title and then Charlotte will have her title and they'll stay on the ring and the whole thing. Yeah, we talked about this months ago that that was the final image of WrestleMania. But if the way that Charlotte brings her title into the ring to hold it up is is by having just lost a yes. match that she was in where that title she's holding wasn't even on the line. How stupid is that? But here's the other thing we just saw tonight on a SmackDown, how great a potential WrestleMania match between Charlotte and Asuka for the SmackDown women's title could have been. And this is the idea that, that I said from the very beginning, you just have Becky versus Ronda for the Raw Women's Tab Championship. And on the same card, you have an also amazing match between two amazing women for the SmackDown Championship. You don't need to take Charlotte out of the SmackDown area and put her in Raw and have it have two SmackDown women facing Ronda Rousey for the Raw title while until 5.30 tonight, you have Asuka versus somebody. Somebody else who doesn't really matter. Or maybe you don't even have... Asuka on the show at all, defending the women's championship. And now we we don't know what's going on. I put up a poll on my Twitter saying, what do you think is the most likely scenario coming out of this? Is it going to be a winner take all? Is it going to be a title unification? Whoever wins wins that match, they merge the belts into one and the winner of that would then float among the brands, kind of like the women's tag team titles. Do you think, and again, this is a total outside shot, that somehow they say, okay, Asuka, you can be in this now. And now it's the four best women in, uh, you know, that we have. Fatal four-way match. Right now on the poll, that's really losing. Or what everyone thinks is going to happen and what I sadly think is going to happen, it's just going to be the three of them. One of them happens to be wearing a blue belt fighting for a red belt. And I mean, like, that's a, that's seems really lazy and stupid to do it that way. But we'll, we'll, another, again, another- again as, as you say, let it play out. Another possibility is the person who gets pinned. That's what title is up for grabs. I don't know. Sure. That's convoluted. That's okay, conv- but- the fact that I, I have to even shake my head and say, oh, this, this, this. That's that's a pain in the ass. Also, we have to address an elephant in the room. Right now, there is no Raw or SmackDown tag team championship match on WrestleMania. There has been no Women's Battle Royal announced. There are already 13 matches on this show. Yeah, um, here's 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 the one you could do. Um, Have the Usos versus the Revival. Give give them nine minutes 
to, to, to kill each other. It'll be amazing. And then you could, you know, you could do whatever you could do the thing. Here's the, what's the best part about it. You're doing the soup shake like a week later. Everything can come out in the wash. You could have an amazing WrestleMania where titles are on the line. Brand doesn't matter because all these people are going to be on different brands anyway. But I think you could easily do that where you could say the best on Raw versus the best on SmackDown. But wait, that only happens in November, I'm told. WWE has been incredibly lazy, lazy. over the last three months. From botched call-ups to just bastardizing their, their brand split to an extreme level. I'm talking like 15, 16 people jumping brands. Yeah. Shelton Benjamin is a SmackDown wrestler, as we learned tonight. Uh-huh. He's still, still there. Rey Mysterio is going to be on Raw next week. Kurt Angle was on SmackDown tonight. Come on. <sighs> My is, God. And, and now people that. will say to me, it's WrestleMania season. It makes it. No, it doesn't make sense. No, no, it, it makes doesn't. Sense here and there, not for everybody. So, yeah. The, the the thing that you have with this is that going going back to the Oscar thing is that everyone they poor Oscar I don't know about poor Oscar but they certainly have have made her way way more of an also ran kind of a other a, an other thing way to the side of this they had her in a great match tap out Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble and then took her off TV for like a month and a half like uh, I mean. I don't know if it's poor Asuka. She's had, she's had an amazing career, but since the call-up, since she's been on the main roster, they haven't really utilized her to her full potential. And tonight is another way of showing that. If, she, if the only thing she does at Mania is be in the Women's Battle Royal, which might not even exist, jeez, that's, that's not cool. Compared to what? Her facing Mandy Rose for four minutes on WrestleMania? Well, yeah, that's like that. Problem. That's what that's what she's missing out on is that's that's the problem. Is, is that, the problem is that is that that is the alternative. That shouldn't be the alternative. Exactly, should, there should be a different thing that they do. You could have you could have her defend against all. I thought what they were going to do is have that fatal four way that, that they talked about end in some kind of smosh smosh thing, and it would be you know what Oscar comes out and says, "Let's see if all of you are ready for Oscar. I'll face all of you in a fatal five way." And I thought that was going to be it, but nope. Nope. I mean, I got people saying, oh, she needs to go to AEW. And I'm like, what in the <laughs> hell are you talking about? Uh, WWE signed her as a 34-year-old woman who beat her body to death in Japan. Not a lot of people expected WWE to, to even want her, which is yeah. fantastic that that mindset changed because she deserved it. She oh, yeah. had a two-year undefeated streak yeah. in NXT was never pegged for the main roster, did not lose the NXT title, won the Royal Rumble, competed at a WrestleMania for a title, is the only person to beat Becky Lynch since SummerSlam. And does that mean that she's not been wasted? Has she been used to her full potential? Hell no, she hasn't. And there's a lot of people that haven't been, and that sucks. Yeah, that It is WWE's fault that they didn't have an appealing SmackDown women's title match. It is nobody's fault but theirs. Whoever yeah. Whoever's made these final decisions and, and put all this stuff forth and been lazy, dozens of people to, to come up with shit and laziness. Just it's everywhere I look, lazy shit in that regard. Do yeah. I think that Asuka's been wasted? No, she hasn't been. But uh, she has not been used to her full potential, and that's for damn sure. If she's in the battle royal and she wins it, 
Okay, I'm cool with that. I'm I'm not screaming poor Oscar. I'm not thinking, man, poor Oscar making six figures and and doing all this stuff, winning the title against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, and then tapping out Becky Lynch the same night Becky Lynch becomes Royal Rumble winner. I, I'm not thinking poor Oscar, uh, but it's it it always seems, Alex. Like we are like we are waiting for WWE to get past their own waiting. It's like yes. they're like, well, once once we get past WrestleMania, maybe they'll adhere to this brand split. No. Once they okay, once they figure out where they're gonna put these call-ups, then they'll find a program for them. Nope. No. Uh we, I think the whole thing is that that you you more than I are a fan of doing the let's wait and see. Let's yeah. wait and see what's going on. I I usually I usually am, am of the opinion that I've waited and saw in the past, and in the past that waiting has has led to nothing. Now I don't I don't trust them to have a plan. I don't trust them to be like you know. Also, we've seen that some of the most compelling storytelling they've done has come when they when the plan had to be thrown out because of one thing or another, and they had to immediately. Like I don't know if it was panic or like they had to like they had to they had to not immediately shut down anything that Vince wouldn't love because it's the same thing he did 15 years ago or whatever. But this new stuff like Kofi Kingston, like this is an inspired storyline that was never supposed to happen. Their plans are usually like meh, and there's stuff that's like, well, we got to do something, and it usually winds up being gold or we'll something. Watch you. At least. We watched them spin their wheels with Rollins and Lesnar for two months, and oh, yeah. hey, the revival winning the tag titles—that was another one. Okay, we may, and we we've seen some in increased attention on the tag team division, but it's been a lot of car crash, six minute matches, and yeah. when it gets to the point to where we are a month and a half into Ricochet and Aleister Black, and I'm saying you've seen this match before, right? That's pretty telling. I, I just want the laziness to stop. Yeah. You get billions of dollars. You're getting billions of dollars. Yeah. If well, that's, that's the thing is that the the billions of dollars the, the, to me to me and we've we talked about this before. It's a it's a license to take risks. You've got that house money. They can't take it away from you. You can do things that you might have not had thought you could if if that money was on the line. But what they say is like, oh, I got all this money now. I'm just gonna sit back, do as little as possible, and hoard all of this money. And I I don't like that approach. I'd rather you didn't do things that were safe uh, if you have the license to take risks. Yeah, man. And they do. They they fully have the license to take they risks. They really, really do. I'll, I'll com- put it in comparison like this. Like, I push our Fightful Select service really good, really hard because I believe in it. It helps us. It hel- hel- hey, helps us pay you. helps us pay yep. Andrew. All that stuff. Jimmy Van does not live or die by this website. He's a very successful man outside of Fightful.com. So I know that we are able to do things the right way at Fightful. We're able to give you uh, longer articles. We're able to to not give you all like two-line articles about like a single tweet, stuff like that. We're able to do things the right way, the way that I think is the more interesting way, the more uh, pleasing visual way, and the more substantial way. WWE has money in the bank, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. They can do things the right way. They can do things the interesting way. 
Yeah. They can do things the fun way. They they have that ability now. They got a ton of money. Yeah. They're not like scrounging, like hoping that their next pay-per-view does a certain number of buys. Like they, they don't have to rely on that right yeah, now. It's true. It's true. Just the idea that they're like that they here's the, here's another thing that they that they seem this is how they seem to think. They do a, they have a poll out. What do you think match is going to steal the show at WrestleMania? Is it going to be the women's triple threat? Is it going to be uh, Rollins uh, versus Lesnar? Uh, co- uh, the, I don't know something else. And the fourth option is Orton versus Styles. And like, hmm. if you think that's your fourth biggest match or most stealing the show match on Mania, you 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 guys are relying on the wrong stuff. Like it's just another <sighs> another comparison. I heard this idiot on ESPN say, oh, Zion in Atlanta would be bad for the league. Nobody watches Atlanta. Nobody watches Atlanta because Zion's not there. Man, if you, if, if you no, added Zion to Trey Young, that's an immediate exactly. If a you, top you, four seed in the in the East. And oh, well, you add Zion to Scalabrini, it's, it's a must watch. <laughs> well, yeah. So, nobody was watching Golden State Warriors before no. Steph Curry was right, The national right. attention wasn't there. Yeah. The NBA doesn't care who the big teams are right. as long as somebody's getting attention. WWE yeah. should not care who is hot as long as somebody's fucking hot. Yeah. Honestly, the team that I hope gets that 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 pick is Atlanta. Because yeah. I mean Trey 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 Young and Zion, I'd I'd much rather watch because also, you know, because you, you know who I hope gets that pick? WWE, because I want to watch Zion <laughs> in WWE. That's Zion that's, versus Zion versus Gronk at WrestleMania 40. I want those clicks. Yeah. Piss off, Mark Stein. <laughs> you don't need him. Brett. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dawson, go away. Man. So I guess we got to talk more about SmackDown Live. I Kurt Angle. Guess. <laughs> Kurt Angle meets Charlotte on the ramp, trolls her a little bit. AJ has a few words before the match. Uh, Angle hits a German suplex right into a calf crusher from AJ Styles. Kurt Angle sold this calf crusher so well, Alex. He did. This opening match, or th- this match, the opening of it, had such promise. It really did. It this, really he was, did. He looked on point, and maybe it's because he knew that the match was going to end quickly. <laughs> but Angle rolls through it and puts on an ankle log, and AJ sold it great. Yeah, this minute and a half was fantastic. Yeah, there's so much history between these guys. Again, as we talked about with Samoa Joe, um, and uh, you know, I like that they that they mention that history. They don't mention ex- explicitly where it is, but that it wasn't in WWE. Uh, and I, I, I think this was great. I, I, you're right. That calf crusher into the ankle lock. I was like, Ooh, this is going to be fun. Uh, and of course it's not. And I'm wondering if it was kind of like the idea of, you know, I don't know what, a, what an 11 minute match between this, this version of Kurt Angle and AJ Styles would have looked like. Um, so maybe I didn't want to see that. And also, you know, maybe they had something planned that was for longer than this. And then they were like, whoops, we got to do this, this Charlotte, uh, Oscar match. And then we have this, you know, 
this tag team gauntlet match to end the show. We don't have a lot of time to do all this stuff. We're gonna we're gonna do uh, an RKO moment because that always pops the crowd. Leads to a question from DJ Cass. Thank you for the super chat. He says, "I'll say this right now: the show makes uh, no sense. They changed Styles versus Angle was short. Why do people watch this show? I love this show. I thought this was an outstanding episode of SmackDown Live. Right? No, this is the thing: is that that uh, I, I I I try to uh, s- separate." Uh, my feelings about the booking or my concerns about where the storytelling is heading from the the actual wrestling I get to see on on, on the show. Uh, and that that's I have zero problems with the in ring match that we got to see between Charlotte and Oscar. That was great. Had had they just had that match just happened in the first hour of WrestleMania with Charlotte winning the match the way that she did after that match took place the exact same match. Like that's exactly the way that I was anticipating it would have happened when I thought that was what they were going to do. I loved it. The the gauntlet match was also great. I thought, as we said, that this this uh, beginning of the of the angle match was also good. So the the actual in ring stuff I didn't have problems with. Uh, there were some sm- some some uh, promos things I thought were good, but again, that's all what's happening tonight. And then I separate that from. Gosh, I really don't know where this is headed, and I'm, I'm kind of concerned. I can separate those things and feel both at the same time. Yeah, and, and I'm willing to see where all that stuff goes. Speaking of where it went, uh, Randy Orton hit the RKO on Styles. Mm-hmm. Angle hit an Olympic slam on Orton. I thought that was a good way to further yeah. AJ and Orton and get Angle to put some or get Angle like a last laugh because. Orton's a familiar foe of his too. Sure, yeah. A way, back in the day, yeah. A way that he could work with both of those guys without pinning one of them because we don't need that right now. The Miz is out. He says that he wants Shane in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Shane McMahon comes out with security, Shelton Benjamin, Sanity, and some others. Primo. Shane accepts the challenge and talks trash about Miz's dad, including a nice point about about uh, Mrs. Loser Dad impregnating his mom, which got a good reaction from the crowd. Shane is so much more natural as a dickhead, he, Alex. He really is. It, 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 he's he's so good at this and so awkward as being like the congenial everyman that I really wonder what his what his family life is like. You know what I don't I miss? About his kids. You know what I don't miss? What's up, Greenwich? <laughs> he would always do that i'm like bro you've held a mic for 20 years what are you doing i don't know um uh this this is also uh this is a i thought was kind of a a missed opportunity i knew they weren't gonna do it missed opportunity ha um uh but uh they're in connecticut if you got to bring out some guys come on if you got to bring out some guys who are going to be your 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 security, have, at least have them wear the the sweater vests and the white tees and the and the khaki. all of them, every single one of them, except if for the wrestlers. Act, yeah. All the security should have been wearing those Mean Street Posse vests. Absolutely. If you can't actually get Pete Gas to come out and be your heavy, yeah, who cares? Dress everybody up, look so they look like him. So Miz beats the hell out of security and all the wrestlers. I don't know where Epico was. He can't even get on TV to get beat up. <laughs> Poor guy. This is this this is your yearly reminder that the Colognes are still drawing a paycheck. At least one of them is. 
Um, but yeah, I also felt bad about like sanity. There are le- they were legitimately a force to be reckoned with in NXT. They are the first of the first round of, of call-ups that went absolutely nowhere. And they, they can't get on TV, can't do anything. And all they get to do is be like, oh no, no, you're 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 heels. Yeah, you're uh you're now your Shane's lackeys, and you're gonna the three of you are gonna get beat up single-handedly by the Miz. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, we talk about falls count anywhere, we talk about hardcore. What about when you want to make your balls count anywhere, oh, Alex? Oh, oh no. What if you want to get a little hardcore backstage? Uh, what if you want to get hardcore down the entranceway? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've just got a line of security and you got to go through them before you get to the main main courts, if you know what I'm saying. You get it? You know what I mean? Yes. Maybe, you, maybe you've got some primo and epico colon to get through. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. All right, I'm out. If you're facing a tall task and you want your balls to count anywhere, and probably your dick too, let's be honest, BlueChew.com can help. BlueChew brings you the first chewable, same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work better. They're faster. They're cheaper. You can take them any time, day or night, even on a full stomach. Since they're chewable, they work twice as fast as a pill, which is handy when you just got a security, sanity, the colons. Hey, man. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor's visits. No waiting at the pharmacy. No more awkwardness if you believe it by this ad. Uh, they're made in the USA, and since they prepare and ship direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and right now you get it free. I, I feel like you all would want to pay for it after this ad, though. Free! Just use the code Fightful, pay $5 shipping, it's yours. This stuff is great. It will not let you down, but it'll let you up. I just want to give a shout-out to all the confirmed children who listen to our show. <laughs> I feel so terrible. Like, here's the thing. I said I was going to limit the cursing on the show. Uh, you know, the fact that I was able to help get that that letter in front of Becky Lynch, that that mm-hmm. little girl sent, man, that touched my yeah. heart. That's the most proud I've been yeah. of anything professionally. The second proudest thing I've been of anything professionally <laughs> is the fact that Blue Chew hired me to do ad reads for other shows this week. So so not only will you hear me on Fightful, you're going to hear me on like competing shows doing ads now. So um, thank you to Blue Chew for that. Tell them uh, you heard about them from us at Get Blue Chew. I love those guys. Uh, by the way, guys, if you want your ad read on our WrestleMania weekend shows, we do have sponsor slots available. Hit me up uh, via DM or email. You get um, a sponsor slot on the show. I'll do a Twitter plug as well and a link on the post. It's a good way to get your stuff out there. Woo! Time for the gauntlet match, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) And if you need to run the gauntlet! (laughs) So if New Day wins, Kofi Kingston gets a WrestleMania title shot. I think now... They gotta they gotta not do a gauntlet match for a year. 
Wow. How many of them have we had now? Well, this the 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 back to back is is enough. The back to back is certainly enough. Uh for a year, yeah, I'll I'll go a year because I'm honestly there's there's stuff that I can't I can't believe was already a year ago that I realized was a year ago and I go, "Wow, that was that was a year ago like the whole Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn feud where Shane O'Mac was po- was positioned as the protagonist but absolutely objectively was in the wrong. I can't believe that was already a year ago now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, if you told me in in going into Mania 36, it's been a year since we've seen a gauntlet match. I'll be like, really? That long? So, yeah, totally. I don't need to see a gauntlet match for a while. Yeah, th- yeah, and and when they do it, like six months later, it kind of just reminds you, oh, hey, they did all those for a while. Like Balor and and Lashley, I'm reminded every week. Hey, yeah. we've seen these guys a hundred times. We've if done. you guys want to be reminded of our shows, click the bell notification on YouTube. Uh, we've had some people say that uh, we don't, we y'all don't get notified when we go live. Click the bell notification. Do us a solid and hit subscribe. How about that? How about a little mm. thumbs up? Uh, also, I need to remind you guys, starting the week after WrestleMania, listen, your boy is moving to 6 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays. Remember, 6 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays. We got this gauntlet match. I see the Good Brothers on TV, and I'm happy, Alex. I'm very happy. That didn't last long. <laughs> I, 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 I was thinking to myself, when they and then they announced the, the gauntlet match, the tag team gauntlet match. Uh, and they didn't announce who the teams were going to be that were going to be in it. I was like, they wouldn't. I mean, they got sanity already in the building. They wouldn't put make the Good Brothers job out, you know, as they're on their way out. Oh, yep, yeah, they would. Yeah, they totally would. <laughs> yep. Uh, Good Brothers start off crack or Xavier rather cracks Anderson hard midnight ride, which is apparently now called the up up down down. Yeah. Or is it just when Xavier does it that it's called that? Oh, interesting. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I honestly don't remember the last time I saw Kofi do it, so mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, but certainly Tom Phillips loves to call it that. Yes, he does. He sure as heck does. Uh, Good Brothers are eliminated. We see Becky Lynch, Kofi Kingston, and Rey Mysterio looking on with the Hardy Boys. Kofi is barred from ringside. Love that they mentioned that. They have to. They have to. Otherwise, Kofi walks in there. He slaps Biggie, gets him DQ'd. Next, right. next person up. I like seeing that the other people are pulling for Kofi. Yes. Uh, we are in a day and age where, quite frankly, a lot of the motivations of characters are why do they care? Why do they care? Right. Why do they care? I kind of like some of those old WCW clips of like everybody putting Luger up on their shoulders and Sting and all that stuff. Like it, it doesn't necessarily age well because Luger was a prick. But well, yeah, I mean, th- but my favorite Luger on the shoulders one was where he uh, he won a, a non-title def- over over Yokozuna, like he beat him via countout or something. <laughs> so he won the match, but didn't win the title. They still put him on their shoulders. Yeah, my God. <clears throat> Rusev and Nakamura are next. Nakamura works the lion's share of this match. Um, this was pretty good stuff. Uh, Nakamura dropped Big E across the top rope, setting up a Rusev kick. This happened after Xavier flipped out of a nice uh, reverse exploder. This was really good. Uh, not a lot of people can do that. Big E destroyed Shinsuke with a bunch of suplexes. There was a really good assisted suplex with Nakamura and Rusev. 
but Xavier breaks up the pin. And uh, then the up, up, down, down puts away Nakamura. Fine stuff here. Nakamura and Rusev are what they are right now. Neither one of them are special. I don't doubt that either one of them can find a way to get over again. But right now, this this just ain't it. They, they, bro- they broke up Rusev Day to take Aiden English out of the ring and put him and put Rusev with Nakamura. They 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 broke up Rusev Day uh, uh, and to to keep to keep Rusev the good guy in in that feud, only to turn him heel later for a completely unrelated reason. Like here's the thing: if Rusev went back to Rusev Day, like the the SmackDown after Mania, if he went back to that gimmick, he'd be immediately over again, and they could they could run with him at that point. Uh, that's that's not going to go away for a long time. Yeah, there are a lot of guys that would benefit from a shakeup, but it will not matter if WWE is lazy, and they have been lazy. Yep. Nikki Cross, Ali, Naomi, Miz, R-Truth join the viewing party. The bar are out next, but a commercial follows. They work over Big E, and we see the backstage explode when Biggie tags Xavier, that was I, I like that spot especially. Uh, talk about on the same page. There was this tornado DDT that Xavier did to Sheamus. Ooh, that was a smooth one. Yeah, that was a smooth one. I liked yep. it. Uh, also, Sheamus and Cesaro caught Xavier very well with the Tope Con Hilo, and then Xavier does a diving leg drop. Xavier's pin gets broken up. Cesaro takes an awesome bump over the top rope. He's just yeah. yanked out. Yeah, that was ruled this. Yeah. The bar and New Day, they, they showed out here. They really did. This was the the, the marquee of of the two uh, of the, of the gauntlet matches. Uh, I I I really love that particular spot you're talking about. I mean, usually when when you have somebody like up on the top rope ish, I guess Zaro's usually on the second rope, but like it's usually like oh he crotched him on the top rope, and this is just like New Day. This is just uh, Big E, desperate and tired. Just reaching up, getting a hold of Cesaro's arm, and just him then falling off the apron to the floor while holding Cesaro's arm, which then yanks Cesaro down, takes a spill off the, uh, through the apron onto onto the uh, onto the floor. It was a really cool, like psychological move. Like the way yeah. that Big E did it, it was completely out of desperation. He had he had nothing left. He just used all of his weight falling from the apron to the floor to take him with him. It was great. This is really good. The bar attack after the match and put Big E through a table with mm-hmm. like a free fall bomb, like that one that, that the Spirit Squad did back in the day. Yeah. Very good spot. Man, you don't get to see Big E go through a table like that very often. So when you do it, it was, do you remember those old Snickers Cruncher commercials where they would just stomp on shit? Huh. That's how yeah. that's how it looked. It had such a satisfying crunch to it. Yeah. The bar eliminated the Usos are out next, and they're chomping at the bit. Now, I don't know why they teased this. <laughs> if they're gonna, if they're gonna forfeit, why are they out there trolling New Day at a time like this? Yeah, I, I, I thought that that they were they they were ready to like you know go out there and 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 if they were if New Day had been at full strength, I thought they were saying that they would have actually had the match. Um, but seeing that that Biggie was done after being put through the table, and it was going to be basically them versus Xavier, 
I think the story that they were trying to tell in that moment was that not, not like this, but the words that they said weren't that they were the words that they said were we came out here wanting Kofi to be able to go to mania. So we're forfeiting as opposed to what I was saying. Like it felt like, yeah, no hype walked down to the ring just to say we forfeit Oos. It didn't, didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, it, it also didn't make a lot of sense that you have other teams that absolutely would love to beat up the new day. And you decided to put in their respect blood brothers, uh, the, the Usos into this match, which is, it was always a chance that they might not have, you know, wanted to, uh, to hurt the new day in that way. Well, the Usos say that Kofi Kingston deserves this spot. So they forfeit. And we cut backstage to Daniel Bryan tearing apart the locker room. <laughs> this is great. This is worth the show itself. Yeah. So Daniel throws a bunch of stuff and one chair almost kills Eric Rowan. Yes. <laughs> Missed it by a couple of inches. Eric Rowan, who now has his attention diverted because he's like, Oh yeah, I should tear stuff up too. Yeah. Also. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, he looks like, but not that hard. <laughs> there yeah. was this thing where like the, the TV that they were watching on in, in the locker room had like a, it was on like a table thing with like a tablecloth draped over it. And I think Rowan thought it was an actual table and he went to flip it, but it wasn't a table. It was like a rolling road box that had nothing to grab onto to flip it. So he just pushed it into the wall. Like, ah, I'm going to push this thing. Uh, Game show idea, Alex. Nobody steal this. This is official copyright now. (laughs) Game show host walks into your room right now during the show. He hands you a sledgehammer. He says, here you go. Whatever you tear up, we pay you double for it in one and a half minutes. I'd watch it. I'd watch it, Alex. I, I, w- I would too. There's, there's some I'd good- definitely do it. These monitors, I got the Zordon <laughs> set up over here. All three of these monitors are gone. The TV's yeah. gone. Sorry, uh, wedding poster. You can be replaced. I, yeah. I value that. Very expensive. It means a lot to me. So yeah. we, we tear shit up. Rowan, Rowan, um, like following, following Daniel Bryan around the locker room, smashing stuff, but kind of half-heartedly, like he didn't really know why he was doing it. It reminded me of that scene in Anchorman where everyone yeah. else is yelling, and then Steve Carell's like, "Loud noises!" Yeah, that was me just giving that game show idea. By the way, I love that Daniel Bryan screamed out "bull crap" as <laughs> as Alf Eight Two pointed out. Man, he's just axe kicking stuff. <laughs> So, Rowan and Brian are out and mop the floor with New Day, but the, then the comeback happens. Xavier does the flip. Big E flattens Brian with a urinagi. Rowan breaks up the pin after a big ending. And Rowan does like a modified rock bottom, which I love. It's cool. <laughs> and then <laughs> Brian goes, Rowan! Rowan says, what? <laughs> Brian goes, clear the tables. Yeah. So he does. But New Day tip it over onto Rowan, and New Day wins via countout. There aren't a lot of times you get a satisfying countout finish. Yeah. It's on our retro reviews with Mr. Warren Hayes on FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe now. We look back at shows, and it's like, man, there were like 30 countout and DQ finishes in WrestleMania the first 10 years. Yeah. That does not fly today. It barely flies on TV, but the crowd was counting along with this countout. They were like, let him slip on a banana peel. We don't yeah. care. 
this no, was yeah. great. It was a creative finish. I liked it. Once, once, once they, uh, once you know, the, the authority cheats to put you in this situation, any technicality used to get out of it is is totally fine and, and worth cheering for. Um, this was all great. It was very creative. Um, I really liked. Uh, I I thought that they were making a mistake because Rowan was a legal man, and when they threw him over the table and then pushed the table onto him. I thought they were going to pin Brian and then next week it'd be like, but I wasn't the legal man. Ha ha. And so you yeah. didn't win the gauntlet and therefore you can't, I thought they were going to do that kind of crap and I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad that they used the count out victory. I will say while I enjoyed uh, both seeing all the baby faces, all the entire locker room backstage cheering for Kofi. And I love that uh, they all ran down the ramp to cheer for him at the end of the show really could have done without seeing Oscar there wearing her merch, jumping up and down and applauding like she hadn't just been put into a title match that she never wasn't prepared for and lost her possibly only shot at WrestleMania earlier in the night. I would have loved to have not necessarily seen her in that crowd. I don't need to see her backstage being pissed about it. I just don't I don't I don't think that that presents the right image of her having she should be pissed about having lost. Like, you know, it's a weird thing to be like, ah, oh, but that's all underwater in the bridge now. Kofi mania. Mm. Well, Vince uh, confirms that Kofi Kingston is going to WrestleMania, but asks if a B plus player can beat Daniel Bryan. Uh, I love the hypocrisy in it. The SmackDown locker room empties. It's a good feel good moment. I like that Becky was there too. That, Becky that Becky. makes the moment feel even bigger. It does. It does. And it makes her even more endearing that she's not too big to be in this situation. WrestleMania main eventer. I I, I agree. Uh, I I will say that I, I did not mention this earlier, but the idea that Vince can say with a straight face to the New Day that they are a B plus tag team mm-hmm. after after they when they when they hold the record for longest combined title reign is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh. So. <laughs> Guys, if you all are new to Fightful, this week alone we have interviews with AIW's John Thorne, who gives me a lot of good info on (laughs) some upcoming happenings, Slumber Party Massacre. We've got Joey Ryan's interview up on the site now and on our YouTube. Uh, He tells us about Penis Party. I interviewed Joey Janela at 12.20 in the morning, and he was cooking pasta. So he lives up to the moniker. He lives the gimmick, Alex, because... Only a bad boy cooks pasta at 12.20 in the morning. (laughs) He has NWO Sting booked for his show, Alex. How does it get better? Doesn't. He tells me a lot of great things in that interview, including some names that he tried to book last year and couldn't. Those are coming this weekend. I've got Jeff Cobb on the slate as well. Uh, I had interviewed Phil Baroni for Bloodsport. I've got a long-form feature dropping, guys. I did one. Uh, a lot of you all found my work for the first time because of my interview with Muhammad Hassan a few years ago. I did one on the Brawl for All. did one on Gerald Harris. I did one on Penis Druids, for the love of God. I've done a lot of these long-form features that go about five, 6,000 words. I have one on Anthony Bowens dropping uh, this uh, Sunday, I believe it is. It is up on Fightful Select now. If you guys aren't familiar with him, He is a bit of a YouTube sensation. He and his boyfriend have a very successful YouTube channel. He was actually in the NXT match. Alex, you probably remember this. The fellow that got knocked out on the Super Collider. Oh, yeah. That's him. 
He's had a few tryouts, but hasn't got picked up by WWE yet. I was able to speak to an anonymous source within WWE. I was able to speak to Santino Morella about how he discovered Anthony Bowens. And a lot of the ins and outs, the, the trials and tribulations of this guy going through tryout after tryout, one of which I didn't realize I was at until we talked. I was wow. actually physically present for his Columbus tryout a few years ago. Hmm. So uh, that full interview is going to drop this Sunday. It is a great story. Like the stuff that this guy has been through. And you take one look at him and you say, oh, yeah, that's why he's on the radar. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, the guy is a model and a commercial actor and is really good in the ring. Highly encourage you guys to check that out and um, check out my story on Anthony Bowens this weekend. But we have tons of exclusives. By the way, Bowens will be, any, I think, three or four different WrestleMania weekend shows. Alex, what, what are your plans for WrestleMania weekend? How are you taking in all this? Or are you? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I, I will not be watching uh, any of the uh, Hall of Fame ceremony. Watching, what about Penis Party? Uh, <laughs> I, I might have to catch the recap of that. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to watch that one live. Um, uh, but I'm really, I mean, like, to, for me, Mania Weekend is shaping up to be, like, takeover up <laughs> here at the top. Um, like, if I can catch any of the G1 car, Supercard, like, I, I need to. I don't, I'm not sure if I'll be able to or how I'll be able to. Um, that's another thing. And then Mania is like, okay, it's the thing that I'm going to be doing for 12 hours on Sunday. Like it doesn't feel like it's. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it as much as maybe I should be, uh, because you know main roster booking and convoluted storylines and the fact that I'm pretty sure I'm going to wear a hole through my couch by sitting on it. We've just got so much over at Fightful, guys. If you want to support Fightful, FightfulSelect.com is where to go. Uh, about probably four or five mornings out of the week, I post some morning notes, a little bit of exclusive stuff here and there, and of course, uh, lots of other stuff. Leave us a thumbs up on this video. We've got the Fightful Report podcast coming to Fightful Select on Wednesday, as well as the list and your boy, 3 p.m. Eastern, one of our last couple of shows at that time. Remember, we do move to 6 p.m. Eastern. Thank you guys so much. Fightful, subscribe. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.